Welcome to the Mamas in Midlife podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and today we are talking about when in-laws join the family. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast for another week. I know that I talk about the weather sometimes, but the weather we're having here in Dallas is quite noteworthy. The weekend that I'm recording this podcast, which is Valentine's weekend, we have a winter storm watch with predictions of one night having a low of zero. I know those of you that live in really cold places expect that kind of weather, yet in Dallas, that is really cold for us. I have a, I guess I'll have a good excuse to cuddle up with my sweetheart on Valentine's Day. So in podcast 36 entitled Embracing a New Job Description as a Parent of Adult Children, I shared excerpts from a book by Jim Burns called Doing Life with Your Adult Children, Keep Your Mouth Shut and the Welcome Mat Out. So this podcast to date has been one of the most listened to out of all of my podcasts. So that gives me some insights into some of the things that we mamas in midlife maybe want information on or maybe we struggle with. Jim Burns does such a great job sharing insights from his book related to adult children and living with, you know, having life with adult children that I wanted to share with you from his book, Thoughts on In-Laws and When They Join the Family. It's interesting to note that movies and comedians will sometimes poke fun and make jokes about in-laws. Part of the reason for this is because there sometimes can be sticky points with relationships within families related to in-laws. For this reason, I will be sharing five tips to navigating relationships with in-laws from Jim Burns and his book. So number one, Don't make your child choose between you and their new family. Our children are going to choose to be with who they want to be with in their personal relationships. There could be situations where parents do not like or agree with who they are choosing. Even if there is disapproval with who they are choosing for their spouse, it's still important to choose to love the in-laws, especially for the sake of your relationship with your child. Jim Burns shares a story of a mom named Marie. Marie had a strained relationship with her son-in-law from the very beginning, which also impacted her relationship with her daughter. In the beginning, Marie had concerns about who her daughter Callie was going to marry and was very vocal in telling various people what she thought of Callie's fiancé. After Callie married her husband, they had a baby, and the marriage was tense. At one point, Callie separated from her husband, and her mother Marie continued with the negativity about Callie's husband. At a later point, Callie decided to try and reconcile with her husband since they had a baby together. It was after they got back together that Callie and her husband had another fight, and during the fight, Callie told her husband what Marie thought of him. Callie's husband later called Marie and told her she was no longer welcome in their home and totally cut her off to her daughter and grandson. Marie vocally expressing her disapproval of Callie's husband created a a wedge in a relationship that could have been nurtured through showing love 
and compassion for the son-in-law. Number two, don't complain. Have you ever been around someone that complains a lot or is kind of critical? It can be such a downer to be around someone like this. Being mindful of comments and avoiding complaining and criticism can facilitate a better relationship with our adult children versus them wanting to avoid being around us due to criticism and complaining. So be willing to overlook trivial offenses and not complain or criticize. Number three, don't stub your toe on old family issues. What Jim Burns is suggesting here is to let old issues from the past stay in the past. If a relationship needs mending, be willing to examine what you can do to mend it. If an apology is needed, consider offering one. If you are the one that was offended, be willing to let it go if it's a minor or frustrating offense. If there have been negative family patterns that occurred in the past, be willing to change those patterns and set that example of change. There are too many small offenses that happen in families that can become big wedges in the relationships. Number four, offer support. We can support our children, our adult children, and their spouses through being their biggest cheerleaders. Be the one that is there for them if they need a babysitter and it works in your schedule. Attend events that your grandchildren are in. Show genuine excitement when they want you to be part of their lives and invite you in. Jim Burns tells another story of a couple named Janet and Mark, whose 35-year-old daughter was going through a difficult divorce. Janet and Mark offered her and her three grand and her three children a place to stay in their home if needed. Their home didn't have a lot of space, but they welcomed them in, chaos and all. They were able to be a support to their daughter as she healed from this very painful divorce and as she worked to get back on her feet. They were also able to have this opportunity to be close to their grandchildren during this time, and it later facilitated them continuing being able to be close with their grandchildren. Janet and Mark, they traded their short-term comfort for long-term relationships with their daughter and her three children. My husband and I have been in a similar situation with one of our kids. One of my daughters and her husband needed a place to stay for a period of time as they were completing some things for schooling and a certification. Not long after they moved in with us, COVID hit the U.S., This changed some things for them and what they thought and what we thought was going to be a three or four month stay with us. And it turned into a little bit longer of a stay. We were glad to be able to support them as it would have been very challenging for them if they had not been living with us. It was a great trade to have them in our home, having their companionship and to have our first grandbaby be born while they were living at our home. My husband and I are grateful that we could offer this support as they finished school and started their careers. It was also during this time that our other daughter and her husband were able to stay with us for a few months post-college graduation while her husband was finding a new job or finding a job in his career field. It was tight in our home with space 
Yet I will always be grateful that we had this time with them and that we could offer that support. Number five, negotiate holidays for a win. One of the biggest challenges for a new couple that they face is related to holidays and where they'll spend their time. I remember this with my husband and myself, and maybe some of you remember this when you were first married. Often both want to be with their own family or want to create their own traditions. Jim Burns and his wife Kathy had made a decision that when their adult children were married, they would never they would never pressure them to participate in their holiday celebrations. So after their oldest daughter got married, she told them that they would be spending Thanksgiving with her in-laws. Jim and Kathy had made the decision not to make it stressful for their kids, but did find it difficult to know their daughter would not be with them for that Thanksgiving. Jim had a great idea that he would ask them if they would like to celebrate Thanksgiving the Sunday before with them. Their daughter was thrilled about this idea and knowing that she would get to be able to connect with both families. Be the parents who are adaptable and who make it easy for their kids when it comes to the holidays. In closing, I'd like to just share that it's important to keep in mind that when it comes to adult children and in-laws, that the goal is to facilitate a kind and loving, loving relationship, that that should be the utmost importance. Don't make it about you, make it about the quality of the relationship. That's all I have for today. I will see you all next week on the Mamas and Midlife Podcast.